Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. For the first time in 2022 training camp, because to be fair, he was out here like a week ago for Steelers oh, Youth Football Camp. a week camps. ago, week ago. <laughs> Arthur Motes is on location today. Motsy, how we doing? Man, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how I'm doing right now. I was going to say, is I'm your PTSD st- flaring st- up? Listen, I'm like super anxious. You see, I got the, the, the anxious, like looking around energy going over here. I'm real uh, demonstrative uh-huh. since I've been out uh-huh. here because, yes, the PTSD has fully kicked in. I mean, listen, when I was driving over here and I'm passing the fan park line, I'm like, man, they are jam-packed in there. And it's 11 o'clock. Yep. I'm like, whoo, all right, all right, we're good. Woosah. Go through the front, check in with Sweet. Man, I, I felt good not having to text you this time. Because I, ha- I had the phone ready. I was like, okay, we know how when it is when I'm just going to the studio, which is right around the corner. Every single time I got to call my man up, yo, I'm at the door, let me in. So I was assuming that it was going to be a similar process. Which would have like, been difficult because yes. I was just doing the show with correct, Wolf. Correct, correct. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I said, I got two things. I was like, I'm going to either go, let me hit Wes up, or I'm going to flex the Steelers alum. I was going to give him that one. You know what I mean? It was one or the other. Though. The Steelers alum, I think, carries a little more uh, gravitas yeah. than yeah. I know Wes Euler. You know, but, I, but, but either way, I just wanted to make sure I had multiple uh, opportunities or multiple uh, you know, uh, things that I could exercise if need be. Sure, sure. Got to have options. Everything was smooth there. I get out, come over here, see you and the homies, see Wolf. Made me feel good up until Uh that horn went off while they were doing walkthrough. And I said, oh, God, special teams, where we at? Where we going now? Danny Smith, I ain't late now. I ain't late, coach. And then I realized I'm not here to practice. I don't have to worry about special teams. I don't have to get up and start jogging. I'm allowed to be seated right now. It's not a, yo, why are you sitting down? I, I don't have that right now. So, yes, I don't know how I feel. But we're here. We're taking it one day at a time, man. One, not even one day at a time. We're taking it like one minute at a time right now, man. I can't wait till we get closer to practice and the horns start going you, off. Man, that horn went off. I, I literally, I had my music playing. I was doing some pre-show prep. The horn went off. I was like, whoa. I looked around like I, I legit thought I had to get up and start going to work, man. It's like a scene from Stranger Things man, out here for you. that's what it felt like, That man. clock ticks and all of a sudden you get snapped into the upside said, down. Oh, no. Here we go now. <laughs> Whole drive out here. You I heard Swish? We had Swish on with us. Was we it did. yesterday, right? Yesterday, yeah. or no, two, uh, two, two days rest, ago. Uh, Randy yes. was yesterday. Randy was yesterday. Today's Chris Hoke, by the oh, way. Oh, shout out to Hokey, bro. Can't Hokey wait bro. to talk to him, man. Always a blast. But you think about when we're talking with Swish. What did he say? Man, as I was pulling in, 
my heart beating fast. I'm starting to sweat a little bit, and I'm getting real anxious, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got to get to work. And he's like, hold on, I'm not practicing today. I don't have to kick today. Everything's going to be all right. This is legit, man. I don't think people, like, t- we, we say this, and people think it's, like, tongue-in-cheek, we're joking. It's like, no, man. No. This really does something to us when we're out here. <laughs> Wolf, Wolf told me uh, Thursday, so yesterday morning, he said he woke up early and was like panicked for a half a second. Like, oh, did I oversleep? Am, did I, did I, I sleep through morning walk? Am I late? Yeah. yeah. I, it was a part where I was driving out here, and I was like, man, I started having flashbacks of when I would happen to leave campus to go see my family. And, you know, every once in a while you play that game of, oh, it takes an hour and 15 to get here. You know that game. Oh, buddy, I've, played, I've been playing that game the last three, mi- the last three mornings. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get stuck behind a truck on Route 30 and you're like, oh, man, oh, no, through, oh, no. I get through the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and sure enough, we get a little bit of a log jam and I'm like, oh, no, what is going on? What oh, is no, going on? I'm panicking, you know, and then, and then I have to realize I'm like, no. I'm not having to get there early enough to warm up and get my body, you know, stretched out and hydrated. I'm going to sit down in a chair, put on a headset and talk. Woosa. So once again, I don't know how I'm doing right now, but I am here. We're going to work. We're going to just process this thing in live time for the audience to hear, man. I absolutely (laughs) love it. We've got Arthur Motes. The full Steelers Blitz gang is here on location uh, at 1240 today. Our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will pop by the SNR table, join us for a segment, as he is uh, kind enough to do almost every single Friday that we have the show. And then, as I mentioned, 130, our daily Steelers alumni visit will be from Chris Hoke. So plenty to get to today on day number three of practice for your Pittsburgh Steelers. This will be the penultimate non-padded practice before uh, taking a day off Sunday and then Monday, August 1st. I tell you what, that calendar turns and the pads go on. Plenty to get to before we get there. Simple question for you, Motsi, to get us started here. All right, let's do it then, man. You're out here. You know, you and I are going to do the show. We outside. We outside. We are outside, quite literally. Underneath a tent, but we are outside. We outside, baby. Uh, amongst the Steeler Nation family out here. The Steeler Nation faithful. What, uh, what are you most, you know, when, when you and I put these headsets down and about 20 yards away from us, practice will be underway right about that same time that you and I sign off air. What are you most looking forward to seeing? <sighs> or maybe what are you no, no, no. looking I, for I, most? I got you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've fallen into the trap. I'm getting excited about this quarterback situation, more so because the dark horse candidate has been the one that has been impressing the most because the dark horse candidate that a lot of people have slandered Written ruthlessly off. at times Written this offseason yeah. has risen to the occasion, has done something that I was hoping that he would do, but none of us really knew if that was in his makeup when we brought in Mr. Trubisky. One of the things that we talked about with Mason was don't move him. Don't trade him away. Allow him the opportunity to compete. Allow him the opportunity to put his name in the hat and say, listen, I've been on this roster. I've won you games. I was here during that crazy season when Ben got hurt. I was here during that time when I got you some wins. You benched me, but then I came back and gave you some more productivity. I was here. In 2017, last or no, 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 uh, 17, 2019, or 2020, last game of, last the, game of the season, season against Cleveland versus yep. the Cleveland Browns. Yep. And All those years run to together. Short notice a year ago, COVID game, monsoon, overtime Detroit. That wasn't on him. We saw what he was able to do. So with that, it was like, man, let this guy get opportunity. But we didn't know if he was going to, 
you know, come out here and take that approach of, man, I'm here to, to compete with each and every one of you. No, Mitch, I, I know you want to invite us all down the floor, but I'm not going. Like, I'm here to go against you. Like, who knew if he had that in him? Mm-hmm. But now we are seeing that he does have a little bit of that dog in him. Certainly. He's not afraid of that competition, something that at other positions we run towards. At other positions, that's a part of your makeup. At other positions, competition is as common as brushing your teeth when you wake up in the morning. At the quarterback position, historically, that is not always the case. You've got your guy, and you want to insulate him. And you don't want him to have to worry about looking over his shoulder or competing with anybody. And when you think about a guy like Mason Rudolph, prior to now, when has he really had that? You know, when you're coming as a draft pick, you're not. For him, where he was drafted as a quarterback, the competition is not the same. And where Ben Roethlisberger was coming off a stretch of arguably the best couple years of his career. You're not competing for the starting spot, and you're not going to get, you know, uh, we're not going to fire you. Because we already know that you're not going right. to be this guy right now. Right. So it's a certain level of security that comes with that. Even when he was in college, while you're on full scholarship, it's a certain level of security. Then obviously when you become the guy there, it's a certain level of security. He was highly decorated coming out of high school. So you would wonder, man, what happens when he's faced with adversity? Mm. What happens when he has to put his back against the wall and say, hey, man, I'm going to fight about this thing? And now we are seeing that he's been able to put together some uh, solid days back to back, keeping his passes clean, also being efficient in the red zone. We saw what he was able to do yesterday in seven shot. Mm-hmm. And then just as a whole, man, the, the confidence and the fluidity that he's operating in with this system, something that we said familiarity, but nobody really wanted to give that nugget to Mason. Sure. But it's like, man, Mitch had to learn this in the spring, even though he picked it up and we thought that he was executing it really well. That's still in the spring. Mason had a full season last year, in-season game prep, had to actually take his game plan and implement it in stadium. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And he had the year with Matt Canada as just as the, quarterback the quarterback coach, coach the year before. So it's like, man, when you talk about a familiarity, when you talk about two guys knowing each other, Canada and Mason, this is what you're getting. So to me, I'm glad to see that Mason has been able to come out here and perform the way that he's done earlier or early. But the thing, the reason why I'm still so intrigued to keep watching it is – now that you put together two positive days, now that you're kind of shifting that narrative on you and they're not going to just be saying that, hey, you're this terrible quarterback, how do you handle that? It's easy when everybody is hating you. you you're say, honked you know off what, man, and you're going to prove it, everybody wrong. It, I'm, the, I'm the bad guy. You yeah. want the bad guy, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. But now what happens when they're saying, well, hey, maybe it's not a bad idea for Mason to get an opportunity. Maybe it's not a bad idea for Mason to go out there and be the starter week one. Maybe he should get a longer look. Maybe we don't have to rush Kenny Pickett out there right now. How do you, Mm. if you're Mason Rudolph, how do you handle that shift? Because that's the next phase in this. That's the next thing of how they're going to be looking at you and then ultimately how Mitch is going to be able to handle some of the negative criticism that he's going to start receiving if Mason keeps playing how he's playing and Mitch hasn't picked it up to the point where we saw him in the spring. Sure, where he looks clearly like the the, the best guy out there. Because in the spring, all the praise was for Mitch. So that was a a different level that he had to handle. But now – Based on how these first two days have went and how Mason has been playing, there is easily a chance where, hey, Mitch, you're going to turn and they're going to start looking at you as the negative here. And how are you going to handle that type of pressure as well? So that's the part where I'm just interested to see with those two guys in particular. And if for Kenny, you're the rookie. Put your head down and keep working. I don't want to hear anything, you know. Good day, bad like, day. Just it doesn't matter. Stay even keel. Put your head down, yeah. keep working. You can come out here and have a day where you throw five picks. Who cares? Put your head down, keep working. You can come out here and have a day where you throw five touchdowns. Who cares? Put your head down, keep 
working. Because as a rookie in training camp, you have not seen enough. You have not done enough. And that's the part where you're trying to learn this. You're trying to sure. understand this. And ultimately, we're trying to, as veterans, prepare you mentally and visually what you're going to be seeing once this season hits. So, once again, Kenny, good day, bad day, does not matter. Put your head down. Keep going for it, going to work, man. Any stock to put in, or maybe not even that's the, the that's probably the wrong way to, to ask. Any concern? Did, did it raise your eyebrows at all when you saw seven shots yesterday it was all Mitch and Mason, no Kenny. Is is there any stock to put into that? No. I mean, you're talking about seven reps. You're it's not a lot of reps. You're trying to evaluate. How am I going to evaluate you, Wes, if I give you two plays? Or one. You know, or Some one people play. were saying, why wouldn't you go 3-3-1? Three, three, and one? Yeah, but how am I evaluating off of that, and why would I take away a rep from one of these other two guys? Because the way the rotations work, typically you're going to have this is those two guys throwing days. These are your two guys where you're going to get the most reps. Chris Oladoke, you notice he hasn't had any he reps. He hasn't had yet, any. Right? Yeah. His is going to come. It's a rotation, though. You don't want to throw these guys' arms out. But at the same time, it is so hard to evaluate when you keep moving and switching and switching and switching. I know on paper it sounds good. I know for the fans they want it because for them they have different uh, vested interests in different players. If you want Kenny to be the guy, you want Kenny to get more reps. If I want Mitch to be the guy, I want Mitch to get more reps. If you want Mason, you want him to get more reps. But unfortunately, when you're talking about preparing a team for the season, that's not conducive for all of the teams to be or for this team to be successful. And that's the part where it's like, all right, some days you're not going to get the same amount of reps in every particular situation. Hey, you might get more of the reps in seven shot and seven on seven, <clears throat> but I'm going to get more reps when we do team in red zone or when we do team and backed up. So it's certain phases where you know, okay, I'm more involved here. All right, I'm not going to get any reps here. All right, I'm probably going to get three right here. But the end of the day, what you have to realize is, hey, man, regardless of how many reps I get, I have to make them all count. And that's the biggest part that you always hit home during this time frame. And also remember this. It's early. It is. Injuries happen. Guys get fatigued. Anything goes on as this thing starts to progress. And that's the part where you're just like, man, just be available. Be ready. Because who knows when you're going to get those opportunities. Who knows even if on paper, hey, today is not a day for you to throw. But what happens if this guy rolls his ankle, you know, doing a drill? Sure, and we want to give him a day or two. Now, now, yeah. it's, your, now it's on you. Yeah. Are you prepared? Short notice. I don't care. Sudden change. I don't care. Are you prepared? And these are the various challenges that you have at training camp that I don't even call it the game within the game, just the professionalism. Yeah. And this is how you can separate the guys who like football versus the guys who love football. It's easy to like football when you're getting all the reps in college. When you're the man, yeah, you'll study. But what Everyone happens, on campus loves come you. Come on now, but what happens when you're just Wes? No one knows you on the Steelers, and we're going to give you maybe five reps in a two-and-a-half-hour practice. You better you, be ready you, to go. Are you, you going to prepare? Yeah, you better are, be ready are, to go. Or are you going to be over here sitting here talking about, I got five plays, man. Why I need to crack up my playbook? Why I need to do any extra condition? I ain't going to get any extra reps today. But what happens when Cam needs a day? What happens when this guy needs a vet day or this guy gets hurt or this guy has cramps? Anything. Now you're out there. Now you ready. Are you conditioned? Are you mentally prepared for not just what it is on the playbook, but what about the new installs, the new adjustments mm-hmm. that we put in on the fly? That's the other part because it's not always in the playbook. Some things we'll come out here day of and say, hey, look, man. Draw it up in the dirt. Look, man, we've been running cover three versus every empty check. All right, if they motion to empty, we're going to go cover four. If they align empty, we're blitzing it. That's the check for the day. You got to know that. You got to remember that. Were you paying attention? Or were you saying to yourself, I'm only going to get five plays. They ain't going to call that check while I'm in there. And now you're out there. And, now and all of a sudden, they all right. are. And you're scrambling. You're thinking too much. Yeah, yeah, and when you're thinking, ball snap too late. 
And those are the things that when we talk about the professional element of it, we talk about who likes it and who loves it. You got to love it to study it when you're not going to get a rep. You got to love it to go out there and do that extra conditioning when you know you're not going to get a chance to display it that day. You got to love it when you're just preparing like a madman and you never know when that opportunity is. You're just training for the hope that it comes. That it comes, yeah. That's yeah. it. The hope that the, you'll get a shot. The hope that I get a shot. Not I'm going to get a shot and I got to be ready. Just if I get an opportunity. Cool. But that is the the part of training camp that also doesn't get talked about enough. That element, because that is real for a lot of the guys. Mental aspect. We talk about Terrence Garvin. I mean, he's obviously a friend of the show. But he's one of those guys that can attest to that where it wasn't always a guarantee. He was going to get a rep in practice. He just had to be ready to go. Injuries happen. Things happen. He got opportunities, and he made the most of it. But it's no guarantee. I talk about my situation here in season. I wasn't getting a lot of snaps. Three plays the first game, three plays the second game. And I'm over here with a pregnant wife on a fresh move like, bro, this is not looking good. <laughs> I was hoping to be here for you a know? while. <laughs> but you prepare, you prepare, you prepare. An injury happens. Before you know it, I get my opportunity, and then the rest is history. But that's a part of it. Mm. You have to always be prepared because you never know. And you can't sit there and complain, man, because, oh, well, this guy's in front of me. He's getting all the reps. Man, this isn't fair. That's just not how it goes, yeah, man. Football isn't fair. Absolutely. Life isn't fair, yeah. So when we talk about that seven shot, long <laughs> long No, that winded, makes a lot of sense. That's ultimately it, though, right there, man. It does. Hey, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Absolutely. Right? That's what they say. Arthur Motes laying it down here on location live at St. Vincent College. We are getting ready for practice number three here as uh, more and more fans are rolling in. Some have brought their lawn chairs. Some have brought their blankets. Motsi, we even have a uh, a Mexican flag across the hey, way. Viva Mexico! Over there as well, too. Uh, viva Mexico! Yesterday, or I can't remember, it might have been Wednesday, I think, saw a group of people here from Poland oh, okay. on Wednesday. It. Looks like we've got a, a group from Mexico over Let's here go. as well, too. Got uh, a group you, from Pittsburgh over here? Well, I, I, we think that's, I, think, right. I think that's safe to assume as yep. well, too, certainly. Uh, well, can you tend to continue the quarterback conversation when we return? I've got one more question for Motsi, and he'll be joined by Brian Backo in the bottom of the hour as well. It's our ongoing Steelers training camp 2022 coverage on Steelers Nation Radio. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR. Steelers Blitz, live at Training Camp 2022. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes with you until 2 o'clock as part of our ongoing camp coverage. Every day that the Steelers have practice, you've got us from morning until evening on SNR. Nobody covering the Steelers, nobody covering training camp like we do here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Motsi, you know, you were uh, rightfully so laying it down as it relates to Mason Rudolph and what we've seen from him here the first two days. One thing that Mike Tomlin said, um, after practice this week was that they weren't going to micromanage the quarterback competition, right? That, okay, who's first string, who's second string, who's third string, that's going to be more of a, a big-picture view than it is going to hang on every single snap, every single rep, every single practice. At what point, though? Because it, we've, all, we've all seen the depth chart play out, right, with, with Mitch with the ones, Mason with the twos, Kenny's with the, with the threes. At what point do you maybe look up, and if Mason continues this, you say, all right, let's 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 bump him up. Or 
is it you know maybe that's predetermined that that's just not going to happen I, I I'm very curious to see if this continues because rightfully so as you said I mean Mason has been the most impressive one out here so far how long does he have to continue that before he gets to run with the ones uh, to me I think it's based on coach Tomlin man um, <clears throat> I've always trusted his judgment and I don't think it's something that you necessarily have to overanalyze and I think he also said that he's not going to get over excited about guys having positive performance or guys having negative performance. He's not going to overthink it in the sense of, man, I got X amount of days till the season gets here. I have, have to make to a decision by we have August, cut, whatever. Yeah. I got to cut it down to two by this week. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to look right. Like, I don't think you have to do that. I think it's going to happen organically. I think right now what we're seeing is organic movement. I think if Mason continues to put together another day like he's done, that's three in a row. That's organic. That's substance. That's a little bit of a sample size. Now you might look and say, you know what, okay, we're off What on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to come out here on these pads on Monday. Maybe that's when we make a move. Maybe that's when we'll change something up. Or you're saying to yourself, hey, this is all acclimation period. Monday is when the pads come on. Let's see how these guys react then, and after that is moving day. Hmm. But the one thing that I've seen from my personal experiences with Coach Tomlin is he, he will identify moving day to you individually and also in front of the scene. It's been plenty of times in training camp where he's coming there and he's like, hey, guys, we got this date coming up, this moving day. Moving day means I'm not giving reps to this and this and this group. All right? If you want reps, y'all better find a way to beat these guys that are in front of you out. And he'll have pictures up, names up, positions up, highlights, play the clips off. Like, hey, you do these in practice, you'll get more reps. If you do this in practice, <laughs> you're not going to be getting reps. It's no secret about it. But at the same time, that transparency also lets the guys know that, hey, I need to pick my game up. If I want to get a rep, if I want to be the guy, it's time. And that's the thing for me where I'm like, man, I don't think you have to necessarily put a hard date on it. I just think sure, that sure. right now we're going to start seeing some of that organic movement. And I think we are beginning to see that. But it's been two days. It has. That's the other part. It's two it's days. It's still very early in this process. And this is what we do as media. This is what we do as fans. We like to be overreactive. We like to – Oh man, we gotta get something now. Right, we we, go, we gotta do something now. Oh man, if we don't, we don't, we're freak out. We don't like the process. We nope. just want the result. Absolutely. But then when we talk about, hey man, if you cheat the process, you're not gonna get the results you want. Then everybody's like, oh yeah, man, spend a little more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get get more process based. Where's the minutia? But you gotta have patience with that. And that's something that we do not like to have. But in this situation, man, I think time is on our side still. Mainly because this, our offense is not predicated on quarterback play. Our offense is predicated on Najee Harris's health, this offensive line, and these tight ends. That's ultimately how we're going to be running our offense. Whichever of these QBs come out there, they're going to be good enough to hand the ball off and hit play action pass, move the pocket like we've been seeing with Matt Canada. They're going to be able to do some of that stuff. But for us to be successful, it's the defense. It's special teams. Those are some of the areas. So when you're talking about this quarterback competition, man, I think that you can – Allow it to happen organically. You don't have to force it. Like we see some places where they're like, hey, man, we got to make this move right now. Yeah. We just have to because, you know. He's right. Like, well, well, we got to make a decision. We got to. We got to. Yeah. He's got. Trey Lance, he's got. It's like, man. Yeah, they did right, that. Like, all, you're right. They why? did that already in San Francisco. <laughs> like, you didn't have to. Like, you had time. <laughs> he's got. He's got. Just, just go all right. Well, what if he goes out there and stinks it up for the next week? And then what? Exactly. Like, is like, he no longer the no, guy? Like, but you put, your, you, you put yourself in a box. By doing that, you force yourself to only be able to operate in a in one particular way when you do that. And I just don't think the Steelers want to do that. I think for no. the Steelers, they like the fact they have three legitimate options. 
You have a first-round draft pick. You have a guy that you've already seen start and play games here. And then you have a guy that was a former top pick who also has had success, a pro, uh, former mm-hmm. pro bowler, and has taken the team to a postseason as well. Mm-hmm. So let it play out. And they're going to let it play out. And, I, you know, part of me thinks that even if there comes a point in the next week or two where Mike Tomlin goes, has that, you know, that, okay, here, it, you know, it's clearly this guy and we want him at number two and him at number three. He might even let it play out a little bit longer than that because why not? You know, again, you can – you if you come out – so first preseason game, right, is against Seattle uh, on August 13th. Let's say if by August 10th, Mike Tomlin in the back of his mind, he goes, all right, it's, it's – you know, Mitch is, Mitch, is, Mitch is our guy. Mitch is the number one. Why announce that right then? Why, you know, draw that line in the sand right then – and then maybe four days later you're saying, oh, well, I don't know. Or even at the same time, you just want all those guys to continue to work and prepare like they've got to be ready to be the guy. That, that to me, seems like the smart way to operate here. No, without a doubt. And I'll take it a step further. What about if you're the Cincinnati Bengals and you're trying to prepare for week one? Do you want to give them from August 10th? To know, to prepare, oh, okay, we're playing hey, Mitch. This is the guy we're wearing for? Yeah. Or do you want to leave it as an open door where now you're having to prepare for three separate guys? You could hedge your bet on who you think it may or may not be, but ultimately you have to account for all three of these guys. Sure. That's another part of it that you will see teams do, and teams do do that because of that element of it. It's the gamesmanship. It's the I'm not going to allow you an extra day or two to prepare for this. You'll see this even when we're talking about at the end of roster cuts when they're putting out who's the starters, the projected starts week one. Some stuff that have slashes in it. You don't know who's who's who. It's because you don't want that opponent to know going into week one who they're facing. Now, at certain positions, you can't hide it. Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Clipple, you can't hide that type of stuff. But when you're talking about a legitimate three-way competition at quarterback, you don't have to give everybody the answers to that test right now. Right. You don't have to. No. Even if you know the answer, you don't have to Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Because is it going to hurt you if Mitch is your guy and you're still giving Kenny and you're still giving Mason their share of reps? Even though by then you've already altered the division of labor, you're still just giving them reps. You're still right. putting them out there. And you don't, want, you don't want Mitch resting on his laurels Absolutely. at the same time either. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. It does. And I, I wonder, too. And I, I just thought about this. You know, this is really the first time that Mike Tomlin has entered a training camp as a head coach without, you know, the clear-cut number one guy, the future Hall of Famer, all those things. And, yeah, when, when Mike Tomlin first got to Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't the future Hall of Famer just yet. He was on the right trajectory, but not just yet. But he also was the unquestioned, you know, he was he was seven, he was under center, he was still in his 20s, he was going to be there for a, a long time. I wonder if this being Mike Tomlin's first real training camp quarterback competition, if, if you know, I think some people might think that he would get a little antsy, a little jittery to name his guy and to mm-hmm. get that out of the way. But honestly, the, the way that we know Coach T and how he operates, I can see him doing the opposite thing, where it's like, Hey, you know, we've we've never done this before under my tenure here in Pittsburgh. Why rush it? I can see that as well. And you know what Coach Tomlin, man, he likes to march to the beat of his own drum. He likes he to certainly be different. Does. And he doesn't mind criticism. He doesn't care if people are gonna be saying, Hey, this is not how you conduct a quarterback competition. You have to name a guy. You have to cut it down. You have to do this because we said so. 
Coach Tomlin doesn't care about that. He's not moved by that. Even as an organization, we heard how uh, I believe it was Kevin Colbert at the time during the uh, the combine where he was saying that, hey, man, we're going to go about our search for a quarterback the way that we go about it. We know other teams do it their way, mm-hmm. but we operate this way. And we've seen the success. We've seen the dividends that that's paid. So I don't see why you – change that drastically all of a sudden because now we're replacing the quarterback no 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 you stick with what you've been doing you know what works you know what doesn't work and from there man you just continue to process it and that's what we're gonna do every single day here out in latrobe chuck Knoll field let's go baby on the campus of saint vincent college where more and more steelers fans are rolling in here i've Yesterday and today, I've been pleasantly surprised. I thought, you know, big crowd on Wednesday, first practice here in three years, day number one of training camp, all the crazies are going to be out here. And then I thought Thursday and Friday there'd be a little lull with the weather considered as well, too. Still no pads on in practice. And then Saturday, right, first weekend day, it's supposed to be really nice weather. I figured it would be juiced out here. But Steeler Nation does not disappoint. I mean, look look across the way there, Motsi. Look at all those people waiting just to get over to the hill for autographs. Yeah, love to see it. Now, when you say they're waiting to get over to the hill, why are they wait? Oh, they got it blocked off. They got it blocked off. You're right. I forget. See, that was one of the details I forgot. Now, they do keep it blocked off until about 1 o'clock. And is that just to keep people away well, from because from the, the players are walking over there right now. Because they're coming yeah, from lunch and they're doing, yeah. yeah. So they're going back and forth. And obviously when you're talking about just trying to <laughs> focus move, on practice, yeah. That's going to be extremely difficult. Even when they do open that area up and guys are who might have skipped out on eating lunch in the cafeteria, they some guys take their lunch back to their mm-hmm. rooms. So ben Roethlisberger get, used yeah, to always do that. I was one of those guys as well. It was like, man, I'm getting back because I want to get my feet up. I want to just get a chance to just close my eyes for, a, what, 45 minutes to an hour. Particularly on those 90-degree yeah, days. absolutely. Yeah. But even when you're coming down the hill, you know, from the dorms and stuff like that, even then the crowd – you know, they're already trying to get your attention just sure, based on proximity. Sure. So it's like, all right, we can't go through this door. We're going to go through this door today, guys. <laughs> but that is just a part of it, man. We, we never fought that excitement and stuff like that. But, no, it is that's super cool to see that line, though, out there, man. The fans are definitely out here. They certainly are. Motsi, what if I told you in 2009 I was one of the fans in that line, baby? Hey, let's go. Let's go. I would have said, why didn't you get my autograph? But it was 2009. So we're good, man. You would have still been at JMU, correct? Absolutely. We was yeah. kicking butt, taking yeah. names, man. You were kicking butt, taking Absolutely, names, winning man. the Buck Buchanan Come Award. On, it was no, a little fun. No big deal. Making Richmond your little brother, we're, no we're big we're deal. We having fun. And winning with Mary. Can't forget, though. All right. So yeah. uh, quick, quick, quick guess for you here, all right? That day in 2009, it was the summer after my senior year. It was okay. the summer after the Steelers won Super Bowl 43. Okay, okay. I got two autographs on my terrible towel that day. Yeah, Troy. I did not. I wish. I wish. I wish. All right, you want hints? Uh, one, one, uh, one guy on the offensive side of the football. One special teamer. All right. Let's see. He's got to be Jeff. Jeff Reed was the special All teamer. Right. Yep. And got his autograph. One guy on offense. I'm gonna say Fanikin. Oh, uh, Fanico. Was he up here? I think he was gone by oh, then. Right, he was gone right, by let then. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh uh, man. O line. O line. Let me think. O line. Do you want another? Do you want another hint or no? Give me a position. Can I get a position? Wide receiver. Oh, all right. He may have uh, just made an iconic play a few months previous in the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, I mean, you're talking about San Antonio then. San Antonio Holmes, San Antonio baby. Time, baby, that's what you got to be talking about then. Ah, uh, yes, young 18-year-old Wesley was out here that's, on Autograph Hill. Man, those are two And he got San Antonio oh, Holmes and Jeff Reed to sign let's the terrible go. towel. 
that terrible towel. That's solid right there. Bro. I would say it's hanging on my wall, which it was for a while. It's now in like a big storage bin because my wife and I just moved a couple <laughs> weeks ago and we're still unpacking and all those things. But yes, San Antonio Holmes and Jeff Reed, those were the two that uh, that I got to sign my terrible towel over on Autograph Hill. There's a big line there. Uh, Chuck Noll Field, the bleachers are filling up. Everyone is lining. Uh, the grassy knolls here, if you will, as we are now just a little over an hour away from practice number three. We're going to take a break here to close out the first hour. Our buddy, our good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Backo, will join us here. I see him walking over here right now in his bucket hat. We'll talk to Brian Backo on the other side. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz live in Latrobe on SNR. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back on the Blitz, one of our favorite things about being on location at training camp and the combine and OTAs and minicamp and all those different things are the guests that we normally talk to over the phone. We get to have in person under the SNR tent at the table. Joining us now, our good friend of the show, He's our day one guest, Mr. Brian Backo, covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. What's up, cousin? I'm good, man. How are you, though, Wes? Are you talking like 12 hours a day while say, you're out man, here? Are you leaking star. oil yet? I'm, I'm on a, a, a four-hour straight here, right? And then I got an evening show tonight. All right, you got to have your workhorses. Are you, you know? just talking in circles? Have you made your way down the roster yet to number 99, Henry Mondu? Like, how much can you – how much fodder can you get out of each day for this? Well, you know, it is nice because with Wolf – Yeah, you yeah, get, different you, perspective. You Different perspective. Yeah, right. You get some of the days of your stories. You get the Chuck Knoll stories, and you get a lot of food conversation as well, too. Obviously, <laughs> you gotta have food conversation. That's mandatory. You know that. And then Motsi, more new age. You know, different side of the football as well, too. That yeah. Wolf played yeah. on. Yeah. I'm old. Have we ever discussed yeah, if not. if Wolf in his prime could block Motsi in his prime? Oh wow! Has that ever come up? No, we have not. I'm always gonna say Wolf wins. Oh, you. But I'm you're just guy. sandbagging, right? I'm that guy. Yeah. I, I always. Say what do you think Wolf win. would Wolf would probably say you though, because he's no. also a. I would hope Wolf would say that Wolf would win. He's Wolf a humble guy. Ne- himself, neither man. one of you are uh, are arrogant guys. I think you would both take the high road on that. <laughs> That's just my opinion. But, <sighs> Mr. Backo, we opened today's show talking about how uh, Mason Rudolph has shown well through these first two days, yeah. um, and maybe been you know the, the best of those three. Would you would, would you I, agree with that statement? I, I would agree. Um, I guess kind of the the balance that I would try to strike there is. I would say Mason has looked the best out of the three so far, but I don't know that he's looked better than Mason Rudolph has that we've seen. You know what I mean? I don't know that ah. he's looked improved. Mm, I think okay. the Mason that we've come to know, and, and Mike T said this yesterday when asked about Mason Rudolph. Now, you know, sometimes Mike is going to, you know, he's, he's going to downplay something or maybe he'll upplay something if he wants to. But I, I kind of believe him yesterday when he said Mason's been Mason. It's we've seen the, it's the same stuff we've seen from him. Um, and, and that's what I think we've noticed so far in, in camp. I, I think he's, he's carrying himself the most confidently out of those three, which you would expect given that he's been here and mm-hmm. been around and knows these guys. I think he's been the, the most crisp passer and decision maker. I haven't seen him go down the field all that much yet, but, I mean, same with the other two. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's been a good start for him, but given the moves they made in the offseason, I, I think he's got a long way to go to, to close that gap. So with that being the case, though, in the sense of, Mason getting these glowing uh, these glowing reports, but at the same time, us saying that, hey, you don't necessarily think that it's an upgraded version of Mason. 
How does that make you feel about the others? Well, that's, <laughs> this the, I mean, that, that's the thing. You know, you, there's not too many conclusions you can draw from a couple days, but I, I do think that you know watching these few guys uh, has been a little bit of a reminder of how spoiled you you get uh, when you had <laughs> yeah. Ben Roethlisberger for as long as you did, and you know you're you're going to be competing with a lot of AFC teams who have the Ben Roethlisberger type quarterback now under their roof. So uh, I think, you know, that whole room need, needs to elevate their play. We, we knew they'd be a question mark coming into this season. Haven't seen anything different than that. I haven't seen a, uh, a, a Mason Rudolph who's taken the leap. I haven't seen a Mitch Trubisky who's, who's clicking after t- two practices at camp with his new team. And I haven't seen a Kenny Pickett who uh, looks like a 10 year vet. So uh, all of those were probably pipe dreams to begin with, but I mean, so far, yeah, it's it's still the same deal. It's a it's a quarterback position that's unsettled for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you know, fortunately, they've got what uh, another month and some change to settle it. Plenty of plenty time. Of time. Oh yeah, as Arthur Motes plenty always likes to say, we got plenty of time. time. You don't have to rush anything. <laughs> plenty of time out here. Um, you've spent now a few years on the Steelers beat. You've yes. spent plenty of time around Mike Tomlin. Yes. Press conferences, locker rooms, practice fields, those type of things. This is his first, you know, he's he has done everything, been through everything, accomplished everything you can as a head coach in this league, you know, getting closer to, to two decades at the helm uh, as the bench boss for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The one thing, though, that he has not had to navigate yet, at least in these training camps uh, sessions, is a, is a QB1 competition. Because of that, you think he's maybe a little bit more willing to, to be patient, to let this play out, to not rush it, to, you know, let this go well into August? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's that's just how he is to begin with, right? And it's not quarterback, but you can kind of apply it to some of the other position battles that, that he's presided over uh, throughout the years. I mean, he, he, last year O-line had, had battles, yeah, yeah. and, you know, he was never tipping his hand really. One way or the other, you know, they've got another this year at, at left guard, and you know, he's he's hardly showing showing any cards on that front either. So I, he's so just steady Eddie across the board anyway that that that's not going to change. Even though it is a much more important, more significant position, as everybody knows. But yeah, I, I don't anticipate Mike getting out of character, uh, even though this is uncharted territory for him. Now you've had a chance to obviously see a couple of these practices, but. We only hear about the quarterbacks, right? They take all of the limelight. <laughs> Everybody talks about them. Oh, the competition is all exciting. Who or what position battle have you been seeing that's been going on that has kind of surprised you or excited you in a sense? Inside linebacker. That's, Ooh, that's where my head goes. Okay. Right to it. I, I've, now I've, you speak in my language. Yeah, I've been one of the, the Steeler media folks uh, who've been saying all along that I am not ready to pencil in Devin Bush to be a starter okay. on day one. Okay, um, let's go, Mr. Brian and, Beck. And, and I think they are making it a little bit more of a competition than some expected. Uh, I think Robert Spillane is somebody who has earned his keep. Um, you know, he's hasn't always been great when he's on the field, but I, I think this coaching staff appreciates a lot of the little things about him. Mike Tomlin has spoken about that. Uh, Jerry O has spoken about that. I think Keith Butler was maybe his biggest uh, supporter, yes. and he's no longer here. But uh, I, I think Spillane's just a guy who uh, has has opened some eyes already through two days. You know, he gets the the interception yesterday and uh, is trying to run it back and doesn't back down from a little bit of a scrum <laughs> on the sideline. Hey so, man, if you're not getting into a scrum in training camp, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be better. It's going to be even man. better once the pads go on. Oh, then, yeah. the line, then the linemen are going to be swinging Absolutely. on each other. It'll probably Mason, happen. Mason Cole was getting a little, little testy yesterday. Hey, man, you, you got to have that in you. 
You got to have a little bit of that fieriness. Yeah, that dog, a little, that get, 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 get a little test. Blaine's got that, man. You talk to him. Uh, have you guys ever had him sit down with you on the we show? We have not, here? unfortunately. I, I, I would say I, I've had a chance to talk with him off. Yeah, you know, yeah. Stuff like I mean, that, he is. He's, he's definitely. Yeah, he's built a little different. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you got to be right to be no, undrafted uh, inside <laughs> to linebacker. meet Derrick Henry in the hole like that. You yeah. got to be a little yeah. different. When you talk to him though, you could definitely. Yeah, like you know, you're talking to him, but he's like not all there because part of his brain is just always thinking about smacking somebody in the a gap yeah so um so yeah i mean he is he's a little different dude that way and uh, i think that's gonna i think that's gonna help him for sure in a setting like this now i don't know if roberts blaine's gonna be able to run with uh tyler boyd if he gets matched up with him in week one in cincy but for now i I think he's gonna make plays here that keep him in the mix uh for a job that we otherwise thought was going to go to the former first-rounder and the new guy on the block, Miles Jack. One of the things, you know, again, in these these non-padded practice settings, you know, Motes and I talk a lot about how you want to see the athleticism pop for a lot of these guys, right, particularly some of, of the wide receivers and skill position guys. See it the easiest with them. Yeah, got defensive sure. backs as well, too. Mm-hmm. You're staying on the, on the defensive side of the football. There's a lot of moving parts there. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick is is resting with that wrist right now. That opens up some opportunity. You know, Joe Hayden is no longer here as the unquestioned number one corner. Anyone in the secondary stood out for you in these first two days? Joe was tweeting a lot today that Moats wouldn't know because he's yeah, he's off the grid. That? But Joe Joe's had some cryptic tweets this morning. Like uh, I think there might have been like an eyeball emoji or some something. Is he uh, checking uh, into the dorms like, right we, now? We got a reunion. And then there was one. That I guess I could just pull it up. Then there was one that said he's going to prove his believers right. I'm Ooh. thinking, like, Joe, you've been in the league for, like, you know, 15 years. You don't have too many doubters anymore, bud. You've made, I, I, like, agreed, a, you made $100 million <laughs> or whatever In, in, in now, multiple but. cities, too, man. Yeah. They, they believe you in Cleveland. They believe you in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he said he's going to prove his believers right a couple hours ago. Four hours ago, he did the little uh, face, a little smiley face. Um, mm. So I, maybe something's going on on the Hayden front. But uh, I don't think it would be here, honestly, because to answer your question, Wes, I mean, Levi Wallace and Akella Witherspoon, just body type-wise, those dudes are smooth. They're smooth yeah. movers on the outside. Cam Sutton is everything you'd want, just the utility man inside, outside. He's continuing to bring that vet presence. Even more, I think you, you started to see that increased confidence last year because he got the new deal and he was he was settled, secure. Now it's coming on, even on another level because Joe is gone. So uh, I, I think that group is is going to make some people, you know, it's going to open some eyes and be better uh, than people think, because and honestly, if you're if you're not somebody who's around this every day like we are, you you cover one of the other 31 teams, or you're national, or you're just a fan. None of those names jump out at you, right? I mean, they they're they're all either kind of journeymen or on their second stop in Wallace's case, or you know a role player for a long time in Sutton's case. But I think the the whole I keep I've been saying this. I think the whole can be greater than the sum of its parts with with that cornerback group. No, without a doubt. Now, and Arthur Millet yeah. talked to us this morning. Hey, he's a guy. To, he's, looked, he's, guy looked, man. He's, looked, he's played well. The other Arthur M. Absolutely, yes, man. He, he's a guy who feels like he is much more comfortable in that slot and nickel role. And I, you know, I think you're seeing that from the coach's perspective yeah. too. They are rolling him out there with the first team D uh, regularly. So he he might be. Uh, even more of a factor than he was in year one with the Steelers. Now, I definitely like that. And you know he's going to have my vote because he's an Arthur M. All right? Mm-hmm. And we That's got right. major love for those type of and, guys. And a sm- smaller college guy Come coming on, from I'm Memphis. A lot of, lot of similarities. E- even though I don't consider Memphis a small school, yeah. just throwing it out there, that, 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 that you was one that you can't be small school. Yeah. 
Now, no, but we're joining the party now, so it's different. Say, it's different. They're not I mean, Power you know, Five. But 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 oh, yeah, we, you, we, you, we you talk, talk about you know, Power Five champion Brian yeah. Backo oh, right, right here, right, his right. his alma mater. Big timer. We got a big timer over here. Big timer. But um, I wanted to talk to you also about the safety position, man. Obviously, we know with Mika Fitzpatrick not being available for however long at this beginning portion of practices. They're going to have different guys getting reps back there. How have you been seeing that play out, the division, the labor, and ultimately has anyone kind of stood out to you a little bit more than anyone else? This is like, what, the third or fourth year in a row now they've had yeah. a situation like yeah. this where yeah. one of the starting safeties is down for Absolutely. some reason. Yep. So somebody else they, they get early exposure to in 2019 up here was Cameron Kelly. Yep. I think. Started, started week right. one. Sean, started, Sean Davis was injured. Started week year. one, yeah. and Tom yeah. Brady ended it, but that's uh-huh. all right. Um, we are getting into but, but that Steelers the door defense for Minka. nerd stuff. Yes, that, that opened, opened the, the door, door for, for Minka. acquiring Minka. You, you had to have a Cameron Kelly to get you a Minka yes. Fitzpatrick. In, in 2020, right. I believe it was Curtis Riley. We are going down a oh, deep wow. rabbit hole now. But, but he was the first team safety, I believe, because I'm trying to think 2020, I guess – I don't remember if it was Minka who was limited or maybe it was Terrell. One of those guys was limited, yeah. and he was kind of getting getting some run there. Uh, last year, I guess it was you know pretty much status quo, but Trey Norwood was kind of the first man up. Now you're seeing it's DeMonte KZ who's getting those reps next to Terrell Edmonds. Um, you know, I think he's been solid. I, I like to look at Carl Joseph, honestly, yeah. and now Wes is nodding his head because he's a – a West Virginia man. I was chatting seven. with him uh, today after walkthrough, yeah, and nice. you know he said he's he's trying to get a little bit more settled now that he he you know he didn't play much last year, but he feels like he's becoming more familiar with the coaches. Trying to do anything he can, even though he's a former first rounder, he'll help out special teams. He'll play box safety. He'll play uh, nickel, whatever they want him to do. Uh, he did tell me though, you know, this is a. SNR exclusive. Now he might miss Uh-oh. a few days because baby number two is on the way oh. for Mr. Carl Joseph. So you guys have that in common, we huh? We do. That's why we started there talking we about it. So I love it. I love it. I, I think his uh, his is due like uh, a few days after mine. So I told him, I was like, we both Shout out to all the hard here, work so, out there. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out yeah. to all the hard work, man. Mrs. Backo yeah. is due on August 4th. With oh. their second child. This is right so, dude, that's if, like, if he gets a phone call anytime, right now. <laughs> now I see that the phone in the hand makes sense. I'm like, okay, okay. So if today in the middle of practice you see Brian jogging I, I, out I of here, it is. don't ask. I know don't exactly ask what it is, man. And, and if you guys are nice to me on the radio, both of you can make a late push for Godfather. Oh, right? we'll see oh what there happens. it is. Okay. There it is. Hey, okay. And, and if Naaman is still on the table, just Arthur or Arthurina, it works well for guys or girls. Oh, well, out there. well, yeah, so kid you number know? one is Dawson. I mean, I guess do I need to pick another Steelers center or another Steelers Ooh. O-line, great for baby number Alan. two. <laughs> Alan. Mike. Webster. How about Webster? Webster, there we go, yeah. <laughs> uh, last one I got for you here, partner, before we let you go. Uh, practice, no- and again, this is obviously grain of salt stuff, still early in this process. No pra- Practice number one, we see Chase Claypool in the slot. Yesterday, it's George Pickens. Do you have an early prediction with how that shakes out? I'm, I'm a I'm a guy who kind of goes with day one rep one as being where the coaches' heads are at. So I think Chase Claypool, uh, he was the guy there when they took that initial eleven on zero rep. So and plus he has that in his background, mm-hmm. and he, I think he's been kind of kind of asking and wanting to do more of that uh, over the years. I mean the, the tricky thing with him was just when they first got him as a rookie, he was the the guy on this roster best equipped to play outside and. Uh, and make those down-the-field plays for them. So uh, I guess, you know, they're going to move everybody around, I think. I mean, Calvin Austin can can go in there, too, and, and his speed, you know, that, that keeps you keeps you on your toes. As we saw on day one, he was sliding on that screen. That could be a nice pass. thunder and lightning there yeah, between yeah. Claypool so I, I think and, that's, and Austin. I think that's going to be by committee a little bit, but, you know, maybe Chase is the one who sees the most time there now that, that Juju is gone and Ray Ray McLeod is gone. So 
Um, you know, like like what we see out of these guys. But yeah, you got to temper the expectations a little bit. I saw on Twitter Wednesday night somebody's like George Pickens is already out here making catches like AB. I was like, what? oh, whoa, hold whoa, on a whoa, second. Easy, All right, easy I mean, now. yikes. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been fun to watch, but uh, you know, it's not even August yet. So we'll we'll see what happens. There we go. And the final one I have for you is. How are my outside linebackers who are not named T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith looking? Tell you what, man, it's hard to even like notice any outside linebacker who's not T.J. Watt. I mean, I wrote on the Post Gazette site this morning. The headline maybe caught some eyes. T.J. Watt is ruining everything at Steelers camp because he just—he was wrecks, all over the place. He yesterday. just wrecks every play. Yeah. I mean. It's like it's good in a sense that you get to see Mitch kind of have to make those quick decisions because number yeah. ninety is in your lap as soon as you call hike. But, um, but he, he's just like I remember when I covered Pitt, they used to always say that Aaron Donald they would literally have to do drills without him. They'd yeah. have to take him out mm-hmm. of the team drills because like they yeah. couldn't get anything installed. They couldn't get anything <laughs> That's accomplished great. That's uh, on right. offense. That so right. TJ is like kind of at that level now. But uh, no, I'll be curious to see. I mean, I, I think. Derek Tuska, Jannard Avery. I mean, Tuzar Skipper is a Latrobe legend. So what about we'll... my guy Tyree, man? How's Tyree looking out there, man? What's up? Ty- Tyree's, I think he's got a long way to go. I think All he's right. got to climb the ladder, but he seems to have the right disposition for it. There we it. go. So, there we go. Uh, Jannard Avery, though, I mean, just looking at the dude, he is built like a house. I mean, he's got a little bit of that. Nobody's got the Debo build, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. got that, like, <laughs> undersized, just I'm a brick wall kind Let's of build go. to him. So I, I, those are the guys, too, that you all, they always stand out in the preseason games. Yes. Because yep. they're probably getting a right tackle who's going to be uh, working at Walmart next Absolutely. week. And, and, and they him. just put, yes, and they just cook put him in the blender. Him. So, uh, so <laughs> oh, outside backers and running backs are the guys who I feel like are always in preseason going to make you think, how are we going to keep this guy yeah. off the team? I love it. Brian, Brian Backo, he's a part of our team here on the Steelers Blitz just about every single week. Make sure you're reading his coverage in the PG, folks, because pretty soon he's going to be on paternity leave. Uh-oh. All right, and you're going to have to get it elsewhere. Buddy, thank you for your time, and uh, all the best here in the next week or so. Hopefully everything goes well for the Backo gang. Thanks, fellas. We'll see you soon. <laughs> One hour in the books, another hour to go before uh, we turn things over to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. Practice coming up here before too much longer. Plenty to get to. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.